We're doing it. Go on, do your bloody intro. Precious little bloody intro. 65, you said? I think so, yeah. 65. I don't I eat do a sandwich. I am going to eat a lovely Plowman's No Mayo Why No sandwich. Mayo? Because it, it, it was cheap. And I got it. Joyless. It's a cheap show. It was cheap. I got it. It's fine. It's a bit soggy. Of course it's Ugh. soggy. There's no mayo to to act as an oil barrier between the nasty wetness of the chutney and limp. the tomato. It's a bit limp. And of course it's a bit limp. You're an idiot. You're a sandwich buying numbskull. <laughs> Mm, right, you right. ready? So you're just going to make chewy noises while I try and do my intro, are you? No. Hello, all of you great, great people. My name is Eli Silverman. You're listening to another episode of Cheap Show. Here is Paul Gannon. He's also here. Paul Gannon. Everybody, it's Paul. He's eating a sandwich. Hello, I'm eating a sandwich. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. Noodles, right? It's a fact of cheap show you're going to have to fucking accept. Noodle time. Tells from the dance floor. How's the pick going? The price of shite. This is Paul Gannon saying hello. Eli Silver. Welcome to Cheap Show. I'll go and I nuzzle. Oh, good. That's good, Paul. Yeah. That, you're just going to stop there. Yeah. No, welcome to Cheap Show. Welcome to you. Welcome to Cheap Show. No, How are you doing? I'm going to make that noise with my mouth that you don't like. What? What? I've noticed it now. You know yeah. what? I've noticed it now, and I'm really starting to feel bad oh, about myself. The lip smacking when yeah. you, yeah, I you do it. I do do it. It's don't so I? hard to edit all your. Um, actually, um, actually. All right. Don't uh, look. Are you right? So I, I open up. I show a bit of vulnerability, <laughs> and you've like in there with a knife. As soon as I admit something, some fault, yeah, 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 in there, stab him, stab him down. He's showing the weakness. I've never stabbed you. He's shown his cheek in his fucking armor. I'm gonna slice in the in the gap between his chainmail and his fortified underpants. I have never stabbed you while you've opened up for me. Okay. All right. I well, would never. It's another episode you're of too Cheap pre- Show, You're too precious. And you know what, Paul? Yeah. It's already descended <laughs> into near-frenzied madness as you stuff a limp sandwich into your mouth. You're going to ruin your appetite for what's coming up on the show. Oh, that's a good point. We've got Cheap Eats coming up on the show, ladies We do gentlemen. have Cheap Eats. What Way. else have we got? Well... Uh, we also, I've got to do that Pick Me Up story we didn't do last episode. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah we're going to do that. So deal with it. It's going to be good. And if it's not, it's going to be a very short episode because I'll cut it out. But we'll see. We'll find out. And we also have Eli's Cheap Eats. Thank you. Yes. And what I wanted to do is open up the show today by... Um, we've had a few tales from the shop floor sent to us. Ah. So let me just pull up my phony wony and... Uh, Go into my messages where we've had a direct message from D Stex. Remember the D Stex? Yes, he had that very fascinating uh, set of tales regarding his mum that you ran yes. the charity shop in Canada. I and believe. I think you'll enjoy his next story. Are you ready for it? Hit me with it one time. You know what's weird? He asks, I have one more shop floor tale, and I wrote back, Hit me with it. Really? Right there. 
So I wrote hot. Great mind. <laughs> Autocorrect. Um, so here he goes. Sorry, was in a drive-thru when I sent that home now. Oh, filling his face with fast food. There's mm. drive-thrus here. There's drive throughs all over the world. I know, but come on, mate, self-respect. Cook, get yourself a lovely dinner. Cook, there's nothing like the satisfaction of cooking your own dinner. Are you some kind of fucking prick? I'm... What the <laughs> fucking hell? <laughs> well, you sounding like I one. made a, a chicken curry last night oh, by hand with oh, coconut milk. No, standing applause, ladies and gentlemen. Paul, who basically subsides on eating pieces of plastic and cigarette papers, made a curry. What did you use to make the curry sauce, Paul? Out of a packet, was it? No, it wasn't. I used herbs and I used curry powders. I can't remember now. We have a big jar full of them, different types, and I was just garam masala. Yes, yes, that's the spice mix that they use. I have. Yeah, we use that. That's good. Did you brown it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And I separated. You have to toast the uh, toast the herbs, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Do you know? Right. In uh, I was reading in Mexican cuisine, they do that with um, a lot of the. The herbs and spices, they kind of toast it lightly, even with the fresh herbs. And that's how they give it. Everything has a certain sort of smokiness uh, in Mexican cuisine. Big wow. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> What's gone over you? <laughs> Apart from several men spunk. <laughs> Just Mate. eat your sandwich. Nay, come on. That was bad. I know. It's. I. I. I find it hard to believe, Paul, but we seem to have hit a new low <laughs> in a lack of inspiration and just pure inability to like even amuse ourselves. We're not allowed to do late night recordings of Cheap Show. That has to be the new rule. You, you're getting all fucking lackadaisical, my right, friend. Here we go. Here's the stack story. Okay, settle in. Okay, so a few years back, my mum was working at a thrift store on Christmas Eve. As you do. As you do. I hate it when people say that. As you do. This was at a do you previous hate me? Lo- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. no, I love you. Okay. This was at a previous location the store had been at for decades, a building with an extremely negligent landlord. Ah. There's your setup. I've got it. Right, we're in. So my mum is in the back workroom where she feels something drip onto her head. At this point, do you have any guesses? A uh, broken toilet upstairs or something. Let's see where it goes. Okay. She wonders what's going on, and then the smell hits her. Uh, sewage. She looks up, sees a splotch in the ceiling tile. In this building, there are apartments above the stores. And the sewage pipe for at least one of the apartments burst. On so Christmas it, Eve. Yeah. So now it's raining human shit in the workroom of the thrift shop. The landlord is currently remodelling that space into a convenience store. Wow. Wow. I mean, he did have a bit of... He had the poo on the ceiling before. He did. Strangely, D-Step... I think he's making this up, and he just wants to get stories in that we'll read that involve poo on ceilings. Yeah. Because this came from the ceiling in this story as well, didn't it? He's going to start writing stories. I was in a charity shop, there was shit on the ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he's just... He's got a weird fetish of telling stories to people in other continents about poo being on ceilings. Well... D-Stex, no. I hope you get help. No, but we do love it, D-Stex. And D-Stex the bows with the holly. Paul. <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny, Paul. No, you got... never have been. You get by on your charm, mate. And your angry little ferrety business. Okay, what do you get by on? Eating a sandwich 
whilst we're trying to record a podcast. We craft this with well, our own hands. Are you putting effort in? Yeah. Does it does it does it advertise effort if you eat a fucking soggy I'm ass? Hungry. And I can I can. I can confirm that the sandwich was <laughs> reduced, everybody. Reduced cheap in price. Cheap show. It's cheap show. Yeah. It's not fucking tramp show, is it? <laughs> well, 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 do you yeah. want to go there? Well, do you want to yeah. go there? I do go there. As do you yeah. know, I have full sex with homeless men. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> All the time. I'm having it now no, with a very not. small Stop one. It. There's a very small homeless man. <laughs> They're like a homunculus tramp. We should get complaints of this show. There is a tramp in my butt. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Come on, what other stories you got then? I've got another one. Stop eating. I'm, that's it's insulting to me and everyone else listening, <laughs> Paul. It's disrespectful. Okay, All right. so. Give us another Tales from the Shop Flower. This is from Stephen Fre- Theory. He's been on the show before. We've mentioned him in the past. He uh, sent us a little story on Twitter. Hi guys, after listening to your latest episode, I'd like to share a story from my time volunteering at the charity St. Vincent's de Paul's or Vinnie's, as it's known. Is this, uh, again, a, a different country? I think so. Okay. I should do the research. I'm sorry, Stephen. Don't hit me. I worked there two days a week for over three years on the furniture truck delivering and picking up furniture, plus del- delivering welfare and refugee packs. Nice. Fair enough. The one that comes to mind was the unfortunate time we gave a welfare recipient bed bugs from a lounge we picked up earlier that day. Oh, no. If we had welfare jobs, we usually tried to fill them with the items we picked up during the day. The couch looked all right, and it seemingly wasn't. Very unfortunate. Mm. Now, Paul. Very negligent. Have you suffered from bed bugs? No. This sounds awful. Have you? No. I'm surprised, considering your nest. Listen, this bed is brand new. And my but genitals... The sheets, the sheets look like a used hanky. Yeah, big hanky. Get yourself new clean sheets. Get, get yourself fucking new... Get yourself just clean you sheets. You know what, Paul? Get yourself a new comedy podcast partner. <laughs> <laughs> All right? All right. Fucking try it. You, you fucking try it. I, I'm nothing without you. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. Yeah? I, I'm nothing about you. Mate, you're losing your fucking mind... Read another story. There is... Oh, God, I've got to go into email now. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> you, you want it. Fucking hell. That, no, wasn't, that wasn't a great story, I have to say, from Stephen. Uh, I'm sorry. It was a bit like I gave a, we gave someone who was vulnerable an infection... It's pretty of, bad, though. ...an infection of insects by mistake. I'm sure they... They bit them. I they bite. It, yeah, I know. The bed bugs bite. Don't I'm let sure the it, bed bugs bite. How do you not let them? If, you, if your bed's full of bed bugs... That's, is that what your mum used to say to you, Paul? Yeah. Also, good night. I'm not your real mum. <laughs> Did she used to say good night? I don't know who your dad is. Good night. What was the saying? Good night. God tight. <laughs> you good, don't know. Uh, good night. God bless. Thank you for watching. Don't let the bed bugs bite. It was at the end, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Good night. Good sleep, night. Good night. Sleep tight. Do not let the bed bugs bite. If they do, do a poo. Put it in a tiny shoe. Fish tries the elephant in Peking. They're, oh, it's that thing from bottom. When he goes You're to doing bed bottom. The, I was trying to do bottom. You're doing bottom. So a little bee. Busy, busy bee. Fucking shut up. That, that is an account shut. just like me. Don't do not do this. Goodbye, night, night. All right. Right. You've finished plagiarising. Can I make my point about bed yeah. bugs bite? Yeah. So there's the little rhyme. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Yes. Which, used to, which people in this country, Paul, used, used to, to say. say to their children. Yeah. As a sort of little thing you say. Uh-huh. A little thing you get to me. Don't go in the cupboard. How do you not let the bed bugs bite? How do you not let them bite? Willpower. You don't give permission to you bed bugs. You shan't bite me. What? So you're training your 
children to be psyops. Yeah. Insect I am actually. controlling psyops. Yeah. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Like and then it moves on to like, don't let the deer charge you. <laughs> what? Or don't let the bear. That's cool. Don't, Don't let, let the, the bear eat And then meat. you control the bear and you go into town with I would bear. love to control you. you I'm psyopsing a fucking bear I would bear love to control you. I would you. like to kill you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and get away with it. No, I I'd can't. like to control you. It's mother mine, so I make you walk around. And then what do you make me do? Nosh you off? No. Wow. Why are you going there today? It's a lot. It's weird. <laughs> I was well, gonna go, why am I going there? You go into a shop and you go... And I nosh someone off. Hello, my name is Eli. You are the problem tonight. Have a fucking think about what you're doing. Stop eating that plowman. Read the story. <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to have to take control here. All right. Take control. Well, Jesus. read me another story. This one comes from Alexander Lee. He sent an email to say, I just started listening to your podcast last month and I'm really enjoying it. Your segment on thrift stores reminded me of something I saw years ago on TV. It was some bad top 10 cable TV, trashy reality TV thing. True TV, he thinks. How it goes about is that there's this lady calmly browsing through some dresses at a thrift shop. She then pauses for a second while looking at the dress and then just throws up Ugh. right on the dress. She then proceeds to wipe her mouth on the sleeve and then casually walk off. Is it footage? Real footage? Yeah, there's, actually, there's a little link to it here as well. Oh, we let's, let's watch it. Let's watch this. So here we go. It, it must have been in-store footage or something, if it's true. Maybe. Here we go. Yeah, yeah it is. video footage. So there she is. She's browsing these lovely dresses hanging up. She's having a little look in a thrift store. The video is now paused, so we're just waiting it's for it buffering. to recorrect yeah, to the internet. Um, there she goes. Now, so far, looks pretty normal. She doesn't look nauseous. No, she looks like, you know, just average American woman. Uh, what is an average American woman? Her. She's not. Yeah. So she's inspecting a lovely green dress. She looks at the price tag. Oh, oh. she doesn't like it. She's sick. Oh, and she wipes her mouth on it. Shocking. Let's look around. Ouch, Legs out. So that price must have been quite disturbing if she was a... Um... It must have been disgustingly high. Yes, it was. Fourteen fifty. But, Paul, a little moral dilemma pushed put up by that. She vomited. She looked around. No one had noticed. No. It was a little squirt of vomit, wasn't it? It was a little barfette. And it did come on... It wasn't on, a full gush. It wasn't a full gush. But would you have done the same? And, and I well. would have. I'm sorry. I, I have to say that. <laughs> I, I would have. No one saw me. I'm leaving. Would you actually say, oh, sorry, I did a little vomit on this dress? No. I don't know. You yeah, would you'd leave. I would... You'd leave. You'd just leave. I don't think I'd wipe my mouth on the dress, though. That seems to be the step too far. I don't appreciate That was the disrespectful yeah. step too far, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Are there any other tales from the shop floor? There are, but I'll save them for another time because they're coming in and trickles, so I may as well bank a few and save them for a later date. So thank you to everyone who sent them in so far. Keep them coming. Okay, now, it's Cheap Show, everybody. And uh, I've got a Is little... Is that the end of that segment? Have you got a Tales from the Dance Floor? I've got not. It's not a Tales from the Dance Floor. It's more of a Tales from the Street, Paul. Do you know what? Eli, take it away, my brother. This annoyed me. Stop eating the sandwich. You are a weird eater. You know that. You have all fucking day to, to have dinner or just eat something, but you insist on eating a fucking terrible sandwich whilst we're trying to record the show. You're <laughs> just gormlessly eating it. Uh, anyway. Tell your story. I'm having a sandwich. I'm really hungry. I've got belly grumbles. Yeah, but... what? Okay. So, Paul. Yes, Eli. I'm walking along the other day and I sneeze. And I'm walking... At the, the time I sneeze, I sneeze into my hand. It's not like a... a yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Know. you sprayed it. I didn't spray it everywhere. No. 
I sneezed like a gentleman Good. into my hand. Okay. Sneezing. It's an involuntary thing that people do. It's yeah? an unfortunate reaction to something. It's not something you decide to do. No, you can't plan for it's it. It's an involuntary thing your body does. Yes. It's I a reaction. We can all, we can all, it's a reaction. We can all agree on we that. We can all agree on that. I'm agreeing with you. Good. Good. I'm walking, what a great story. I'm walking past an elderly couple at the time that I sneeze. Yes. And the woman audibly goes, Ugh. And then her husband goes, Yes. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, What? I'm telling you, old people are ruder than young people. Do you think? Yeah. They too tend to be less respectful. I mean, look at fucking Brexit. <laughs> oh, we're getting a bit political. Well, you know, that's the thing. There's an article recently saying that the, the, the generation that was voted for Brexit, by and large, are dying out. So all the things they are having now an effect on, they won't be around to see. Which is great. Which, Which is, is rude. Just, it's just I'd rude. rude. I'd say that was bloody So you see the behavior. point I'm trying to make? Old people should be killed. So I walk past... So where's she, the cut-off I line? Sneeze. 50? I sneeze. 60? 70? Stop saying numbers. 60? What's the cut-off line? When, when do you start... Killing people, what age? Never, because no. I'm not. You're not a they bastard. To, no, I, mean, I wouldn't. I this, wouldn't. In this society, it's like Logan's Run, but a bit older. You're saying they should be killed at sixty? Uh, no, I'm saying they should be killed. I want to know from you when. So you tell me what their age should be. I'm asking you for feedback. Is this men or you're women? You're part of this. Both. Well, kill the men at birth. Yeah, and then save the women, and I get to fuck them forever in a paradise full of. Sweet nectar. <laughs> Sweet nectar. <laughs> no, it, no, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's a horrible thing to say. Well, you brought up the whole sort of genocide of the population just as an actual idea. Just for age. I'm not saying. So, I say I'd you're like, make, turning it. Do you know what, Paul? You're turning a world-saving device you into are losing your a way sh- just so you can shizzle. Get, no, you just You've said just you eaten want a sandwich while women. we're trying to fucking record. Now, I'll tell you what. Go on, Paul. I, yeah, yeah. I believe. Everyone should live forever. In a perfect world, I'd like every human to live for as long as they wanted, yeah? Forever. And I don't want to kill anyone. But apart from that couple who fucking said, err, in my face as they walked past me, <laughs> and I did something fucking <coughs> involuntary. Yeah, I know, you poor bugger. I just thought, fuck off. Did you think it or just say it? I kind of looked around and thought, fuck off, and said it a bit. Yeah. Ah. Oh. But they didn't hear me. I'm not going to attack them, but it's like... What if it's, they attacked you? Do you know what, Paul? What if they got around to start kicking you? That wouldn't have been good. I uh, might, they might have had kick, me. Uh, Stop actually kicking me, uh, Paul. Paul, we've talked about touching. We're going to have to make another rule about eating sandwiches. And you're being a complete hypocrite and smoking a fag. You've lost it. I haven't. I'm just trying to trying to enjoy the show. You're not enjoying anything. You're making it anything. very hard because you're awful tonight. And I'm trying to get something out of you, but it's not happening. It's not happening. Work with me, baby. I think people are going to like my story about the two uh, rude people. It's all right. I mean, if you could have had your way, what would you have done? No consequences. I would have just had them sat them down in a room, and I walk in and I give sort them both of a gun. My knuckles and walking around behind them. I would give them both a I go, gun. And I go, right. No, I'm, you no, asked here's me. My idea. Can I finish what saying right. what I was going okay. to say? Can uh, I? Yes. That's it. Finished. Just go in and crack your knuckles. <laughs> yeah, intimidatingly. Now I'd How explain long? to them. I'd explain. So your hands are sore. I'd explain to them that yeah. a sneeze is a is a physiological effect that I have no control over, and to say "er" is rude, and they should learn some respect. And what's more, Paul? Yeah, I think people more and more these days. I think it's to do with technology or whatever. <sighs> they seem to feel that they're in a bubble that people can't 
Do you know what I mean? The amount yeah, of times people have, have made a comment safe about space. You. Oh, you're going to go a bit alt-right? No, I'm just okay. saying people Ladies make a comment about... Alt-right. Right. I'm not going alt-right. About. I'm not alt-right at all. I'm trying to... About. You're the one who advocated the genocide of everybody past so a like certain 60 age. like 60-year-olds, yeah, it's fine. That's not alt-right. That's, that's full-on Nazi. You've gone full-on Nazi. You're eating a sandwich. You've, you're just low energy. I'm trying How to fucking... How dare you? I am full energy. You're I, not... Woo! Oh, is that high energy? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Woo! It really bothered you, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Did it really get to you? Did it it's dwell like in your people, mind for a while? It's like people making comments about you as if they just assume you don't speak English or something. Or they just people just feel like they're in a bubble and that they can just... It's like that girl who I walked past in the Blues Kitchen and she went, oh, tiny man. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the you same are. sort of thing. You are. Yeah, but I was standing right there. You can't... You should go behind. Tiny man. You know, not just, mm, tiny man. <laughs> just fucking say it. Ooh. Sexy lady. It's like that. It's yeah, like these fucking problems we have. Is people just, they fucking don't think before they speak or eat a sandwich. Like a cunt eating a sandwich. <laughs> Let's just get on with the show. It's fucking cheap eats or something. All right, it is. It's cheap eats next. Fucking hell. I don't want anything now. I've eaten a sandwich. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. It's the, um, what is it? Cheap eats. You're going to do the thing? Yeah, here we go. <clears throat> Keep 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 Nice. Okay. That might be our best version of that as well. Well, it's cheap eats time, everybody. It is. I'm looking forward to this. Hit me with it, Mr. Silverman. Now, should we just dive straight in here? Let's just start. No banter. No silly talk. No preamble. No eating a sandwich. No sandwich. Sandwich is gone. Good. Sandwich Cigarette gone. is gone. Paul Happy. Sandwich gone. Water left. Water left. Oh, sandwich sandwich is gone. <laughs> right. Here we go. <laughs> we should never do this so late at night. No. Okay. Never. Right. Oh. Okay, now. Here we go. I did was sent um, a few items from the States recently oh. by uh, my avid listener yes. and sister-in-law, oh. Emma. Hello, Emma. Hello, Emma. Emma and my brother Isaac and out you. there they have a new home that's which is good boring information anyway there's a little bit of the background character colour yeah just insult them Paul no I'm not saying no no I'm fucking not. insult my family alright no, you no, smell don't, poo <laughs> you come on you said you'd pissed in my mum's fanny and you didn't even I apologise to yeah, Mrs Cannon that was a shocker when she heard that I, I hear she cried okay I'm sorry um, so, Emma has sent us some uh, cheap eats before. She also sent me a, my, her number to give to you. Who, your mum? Yeah. I, d- I actually don't want to do a riff about that, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but... No, go on, go for All it. Right, okay. Food. So, Emma, thank you very much. She did send uh, two items through yeah. the mail. Good. Um, one of them, though, yes. Paul, I have to admit to you now... You've eaten it. I ate it. It was a, a short sausage... Uh, flavoured with jalapeno. Was it nice? <laughs> really good. Uh, it was like nice. nitrate free. So thank you very much for that. That was great. But this is the main one because this is really much Did more... you take a long time to heat it? To heat, in... heat... To... No, to eat it. I was breathing. It came out funny. Eat it. Why is that a thing you'd even say though? Just because. <laughs> Just because... <laughs> well, did you enjoy it? Did you make the most of it? I, I really liked it. There was three of them and I thought that is a lovely, dry, peppery Chili sausage. <laughs> okay, cool. So, Go the on. other thing she sent us that she really wants us to get a reaction is this, Paul. What is there this? You go. I've got two of look. these, so we've got one oh, each. Oh, one each. It is called Rocker Letter, A Better Way to Rock, and it feels 
Like it's a lollipop. It's a lollipop. Now, what kind of lollipop is it? Is there an American word for lollipop? Is it? Is I think it, that's what they call them. Candy pop? I think they call them lollipops there. Lollipop. Gum center lollipop. There you go. So like the like the Hubba Bubba? No. Is it Hubba Bubba? No. Chirpa Chops. Chirpa Chips. Chirpa Chips. Yes. <laughs> we're both thinking. I know what we're both thinking as right. well. They like Chirpa Chips, but this is a novelty sweet. Chirpa Chips. It's four chili layers. Oh, it's chili flavor. It's a chili flavored lollipop, Paul. Are you ready for this? Uh, yeah, let me just... And there will be a photo available on the website of all of the oh, cheapies yeah. we have today. But it has a little character. What is that character? It's like a an, a little animated, slightly demonic looking. It's like a, a lollipop with like demon wings. Yeah, something. It's, it's like a very looks strange like illustration on this. It's all, It's like it's hell because it's got flames and it's like oh, uh, it's, hot. it's hot, hot in hell. Yes, and this is uh, manufactured by a company called Sonorix. Sonorixis sounds like a company that makes pianos for Latin American bands. Now. Emma right. has wait, tasted this wait. herself. Hang on, I haven't got mine out. It's very sticky. Well, I think that's because it's been in transit. You know how the yeah. boiled sweets sort of uh, get oh, a bit. Oh dear! Right, it's very. I put it. I put the lollipop up to my mouth to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Can you smell it? Anything? A little bit. Are you going to take a photo of this? It, it... Yeah, I know. Uh, take, take a photo a of the lolly in situ. No, hold it up to your face. Yeah, I want it. Here we go. Three, two, one. Oh, cheeky. Okay. You're going to look now, like this is death ch- warmed this, up in that picture. This is a chilli flavoured lollipop. Shall we try it? Well, yeah, we should try it. Let's try it. So, here we go. Chilli, here we go. It's very red, isn't it? It's very, very red. Okay, I can report to you. It tastes like arse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's horrible. That is really bad. It's kind of salty. It's very so- salty. It's a little bit sweet. And a little, a lot salty. Are you getting any chilli? A little mild warm. It does actually taste like bum. Tastes like gave this to you. It tastes like in a weeping. torture situation. Oh. I said I've stuffed this up my ass. You'd believe him, wouldn't you? You'd believe it when you tasted that. Yeah, for the first lick, it's really peculiar. It's got a taste. really kind of umami-ish. Is it not the right word? Umami. It is almost an umami. It's very savoury. There's something very savoury about it. But with a little bit of sugar that keeps it that lollipop That's sugary. It's really not very nice tasting at all. How long do you think it's going to, t- if you had to finish it, would it take you to finish it in your own time? It would take days, oh, right? It's really nasty. It's made your mouth really red it as well. It tastes of arse. I mean, I I'm don't know what arse tastes like. I'm gonna... Good luck. I'm not biting into that. Oh, I've got in. Oh, there's all sorts of shit going on inside. Oh, you've broken it. It's almost like it's it's easily broke. Oh, you've dropped it. I'm eating it. It's dropped. It's on the floor. God, it's horrible. Oh, I'm touching there's your a lot sweaty bit. Inside. Oh god. Oh, I touched your bit. That was in your a lot mouth. Sweeter inside. Oh, what like a bubbly gum? Is that the bubble gum? Mm. Right. So you're <laughs> not you're not happy with the gum. You're chewing. Is a gum in it? Is yeah. It what it says? It said chewy gum. Some chum chimmy chimmy gum. Four chili layers. Now you're chewing. How rude. Um, Stop chewing into the microphone. It's disgusting. That's actually quite nice, the guy in the middle. Don't chew when you're talking. Who do you think you are? You and McGregor at the Golden Globe. But this is a bit where we taste food, not the opening of the podcast, where you're meant to be fucking concentrating on being good, rather than just eating a sandwich. <laughs> so, I can tell you, Paul, that does improve. They've got a really arsy... There's not a lot of heat, chilli heat to it. Once you get through the first layer or so, it's probably a lot better. I yeah. mean, you, did you... Bite into the I rest bought, of the show. I bought. I I'd, I'd just bite it. Bite it in half. No, I just don't like it. It's horrible. Right, okay. it's, it's not enjoyable. It's not like it's oh oh so hot. Oh, scalding. No, it's, it's just it's like it just tastes foul. It just tastes bad. Mucky. It? So we will need a score for you for our first item. 
well, from Emma from the states. It's almost a froth shoppian, uh, you know, issue. And I'd only have to give it maybe one froth. Yeah, one froth out of five. But what would you say? I'll give it two. I did quite like it once I'd bitten into it, and the chewing gum was quite nice in the middle. Yeah. But yes, it's sort of novelty item. Not fun, not nice. I can't imagine. Imagine who, what, can't, sitting in the garden on a hot sunny day licking that. Well, you'd want a nice version. Yeah, you'd have a nice round trees fruit lo- pastel lolly. They're lovely. Okay. They're my favourite fruit ice lolly. Are They're really the lovely. Dear listeners, in the post, send me uh, a round trees fruit pastel lolly, please. And it will melt, but I'll freeze it back up. Are when you it ready gets to for my the next own. item, Paul? Yes. How many items are there? 25. This is... Oh. Say what you see, Paul. Uh, it's Bobby's. It is a Bobby's crisp product. Bobby's curry sauce potato snacks in that Latisse domed puff mazy style. They're snacks brand, yes. Yes. Uh, they are potato snacks to say. Get saucy, it says. Uh, because they are curry sauce flavoured. 39p. And if you'll notice as well up there, Paul, yeah. this is a limited edition Bobby's. So That's, this is something special. that. Wow. This is not your usual snacks. Which are burger flavoured, I believe. Yeah. This is an experimental, curry. a prototype. Do you reckon it's kind of like chip shop curry flavour? Uh, it must be. If it's Bobby's, yeah. that's a classic. It's a classic flavour. You can't go wrong. Curry sauce. So shall we dig, dig now, in? Dare we? By the way, add this and start it off with our league of crisps. I don't think this should be it, because it's a limited really? edition. Oh, it doesn't really fit into the pantheon, does it? Depends how long it hangs around for. We might uh, still see it on shelves in a year. It. Let's just find out. They Let's might make this in. a permanent fixture. As a, it might know, be that popular. It's probably in the prototype stage. Well, it, it, as a consumer... I'm opening them. As I'm a going consumer, for a sniff. I'm, I'm sniffing the bobbies. As a consumer, it's your choice to make, see if they keep making it or not, I guess. So, oh, It smells exactly like chip shop, curry right, shop, let's chip have a sniff. shop. Oh, it does. Oh, <laughs> oh I love chip shop curry sauce. Dig in, Paul. Oh, I'm going to have one We're right now the middle tasting. of the pack. You know what we should do? Shake the bag first. Remember, we found out that the flavour was impaired when okay. we gave it a jostle. I'm giving the jostle. If the 50th ever showed us, taught us anything, it's that. Jostle the crisp. Right, you've you jostled right, them. Give them a good jostle. All right. the flavouring has been uh, intermingled amongst the snack Here lattices. We go. Oh. It's a trellis-shaped sh- yes. round crisp. And I'm about to taste it right now. I like that. That is good, isn't it? That is nice. The soft kind of crisp... Makes it really... That is a really nice snack. Because the kind of soft nature of the crisp itself means it, the, fl- mel- the flavour melts It's a tender. Mm. It's a tender potato snack. And it's nice and light because it's got an airy... It's aerated, yeah. isn't it? It's almost like a skip, almost. Um, it's like a lovely but there's curry... more substance to it. That is, I'm really impressed for a crisp. And it's a nice curry flavour. Because sometimes you think it's going to be weak, but actually... The curry flavour isn't too strong and overwhelmingly sort of uh, artificial. And it isn't too... Too weak and ineffectual. It's, it's mild, but it's not weak. It's, yeah. it's and it's not it's strong, got, but it's, it's flavorful. Got, it's really good, isn't it? Mm. Bobby's just go from strength to strength. For a packet of crisps that costs thirty nine p, that's a good snack. That is really nice. I mean, obviously, if you don't like the flavor, it's not a good snack. That's just nice, though. Oh, you keep knocking it on the microphone. It's making a crumbling. Mm. Okay, so I need a score. You can finish those off later. I am. We need a score for um... right. Put them out the way. For the Bobby's limited edition curry sauce potato snacks. Well, I never thought I'd see the day, but I'm going to give that five. Mate, that is a very, very strong snack. Oh, that's package. really nice. Okay. Really flavourful. That, you know what, we don't, we like to get the best out of cheap things. 
That's a great example that of something. That's really fantastic cheap. value again from Bobby. So Bobby's. you can get two packs of those for under a quid as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think they do a deal where you get three packs for a quid. Oh, that's great. You'd get two of those and maybe what? The onion rings one. Wow. You're set up. You're, that, you're in crisp heaven. It's the cheap show top tip. Go Bobby's. I hope that sticks around because that'll be high on the ranking, I reckon, on our own list. Well, we'll, we'll definitely have to encourage the Bobby's products into the league once we've uh, sorted that <laughs> out, Paul. Okay. Yeah. Now, okay. Uh, just on a sub point here. Yeah. Uh, when I did purchase those, it's in that interesting crisp shop where I bought the uh, baby's dummy from the previous episode. Right. Um, they do three packets Ooh. of wheat crispies, wheat crunchies, bacon Ooh. flavor for a quid. Dirty, dirty. How bastards. good is that? Dirty bastards. Those are a good crisp. Di- oh, that's a good crisp. That's a good crisp. When I ever see that ranked like on the fourth they put or it fifth on the bottom, tier, bottom row or something. I, I actually get angry. Those, those fucking no marks. They fucking know nothing. They know nothing about. But you think? Do you think? Do you think they've they even eaten crisps? Yeah. Posh wankers. But you think they're that's... in there fucking getting quails' eggs in jelly, all dribbled on their nipples from fucking two years old, aren't they? That didn't come out right. No. Right. So. I was going to say... Yeah, what were you going to say? um, They don't know crisps. No, they don't know. They I was going to say maybe they're agitating. They they're doing this us. on purpose to d- encourage debate. What? To encourage us to... Argue it out. Right. And then they get talk. It all goes back to them. We're not going to mention what? their name, where this list came from. That made us so angry. Well, I think we mentioned it on a previous episode. Yeah, we probably did. But that's for them Paul, to discover. You need some sleep, I mate. don't need some sleep. You're you... going all cross-eyed. Oh. <laughs> That's what made me say that. Right. So, okay. Now, Paul, we have a few more items. That was very good. Very good. Hard five. To think that what did you say? Be... I'm going to give it five. Uh, I actually thought that was a delicious yeah. thing. It, I could eat loads of those easily. Wow. Very good, Bobbies. Mm. Very... I just would like to applaud them. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, Paul, you have a choice now. We can stick okay. with the savoury. Oh, yeah. Or we can go sweet. Let's go sweet than savoury. Okay. Because I'm hoping, I like the umami-ish taste of my mouth. It's a very important thing, I think. To going sweet. Really keeping my uh, mouth Here seat. it is, Paul. Here's the next item on Going a bit Welsh. Nah. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Yes. Ah. <laughs> Vimto fizzy rip roll. This, so, and to describe this to us. Vimto is a fruit drink well known in the uh, UK. And incredibly popular in the United Arab Emirates. Is it? Yes. That's they import it. They import it. It says, judging by this, it's raspberries, grapes, and apple flavored drinks. So just general. It's a general fruit, fruit drink. It's an artificial purple, purple it's a purpley, drink. It's got a very distinct. It's sort kind of, of like the kind of home brand Ribena, because Ribena is like the daddies. You know? Well, it's. I'd say it's like Ribena with a chub on. It's yeah. It's a Ribena. It's not as good as Ribena though. It's more artificially. Yeah. It's much more crude and artificially than... Uh... But people who may have listened to this podcast since its inception may remember when we did the uh, Rob Deb Sucks Sour Candy episode, episode two or three. Um, that's a, I quite like that episode, actually. I listened back to it, and it's got some lovely zingers in it and ashes in it as well. You stroke yourself while you're listening to it and think, and it... I am Paul. <laughs> I am Paul. Is that what you do? No. no. I have downy hair. All over me, and I am Paul. Oh, there's a bit of crusted something in my. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiot. Well, right, okay. So I'm just trying to fucking pick this shit up. 
By what? Talking like a madman and doing <laughs> sing-song bloody creepy lullabies. Right, so it's a Vimto... It's a Vimto-flavoured fizzy, which means it's probably got that kind of weak fizzy it, You don't think it's sour. It. it doesn't say sour. No. So you think it's just... Well, a... that's what I was going to say. It's from Deb Sucks Candy. See, we... I'm getting it back on yeah, track. thank you. Yeah. We had the Vimto super sour, and we thought, put it Vimto. For sure. How could it be anywhere near the realm of sour? And yet, the most sour thing it I've was ever in- put It was inedibly in my... sour. I couldn't have it in my mouth for too long. I had to spit it out and then try again. But once it was all gone, nice crunchy Vimto sweet. Well, it was straight. It was sour beyond but belief. Very sour. It made those Warheads and other similar sour brands pale in comparison. Pale, pale in comparison. Now, so, look, now let, let's. Uh, so we opened it. This is a Vimto product, and it is a. I think what in some some countries is called a uh, candy shoelace or something like that. Is that the the basic yeah, design? I'll it's a that. it's a rolled up long thin. Oh, it's almost like a, a fruit loop or something like that oh, as well, isn't seal, it? seal, you prick. This is like... A fruit fold-over or something. It's go. a two-dimensional It flat. certainly smells like Vimto. It's got a kind of cream soda kind of smell it to has... it. You're right, it has got a creamy sound of flavour to it. Very cream soda-y. It's pleasant. It's, it's fruity in a, a pleasant way. Mm. I like that. It's a bit sherbet-y. I really like that. It tastes of Vimto. It does taste very Vimto. I mean, that's what Vimto have been doing. That's it's kind got of a the bit drink. of a fizz. There's also all the range of candies that they make. It's got a bit of a fizz. I think it's really nice. A fruit roll-up is what you're thinking of. A fruit roll-up, yeah. It's very much like that. Mm. A bit like a fruit roll-up. How much was that, then? Uh, that was 50p. Oh, that's all right. That's a nice sweet. A 50p, that's all right, though. I, I no really problems. like that. Yeah, good. I have to say. Good. Kids would like that, I think, as well. I would give that a three point five. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, three point five. I think three point five. I'm glad Solid. we're a, a, that's good. Good item. That Solid. We started with the worst, but I mean, to be fair to Emma, she did text me and say that these, these are shit. These rocker letters taste like ass. And they do. The first they do. Thing, the first thing I thought I had was I'm eating ass. <laughs> I hope that gets sampled. <laughs> I, 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 I eating ass. Are you ready I'm for the eating. next item on the cheap heat yes. today, Paul? I am ready for the final item. It's not the final item. Oh, then bring it on. Pork floss. Oh yeah. Oh, is it, so it's like candy floss, but it's pork. That's right. But it's actually made from like what? Pork. Pork. So how do they get it to be like this? They shred it in some kind of uh, industrial Shredder. process. Now, so what's this it made out of? Like it's got a little skin. chef, a little boy chef, with uh, a shirt that says "Advance" on it, and a chef's hat, and he's giving you the thumbs up. And I think he's assuring us that this is top-notch, a quality item, top-notch pork floss here. Now, and it the is it the a packet? Snack? It's a little sachet, and the packet actually depicts what you're going to get inside, um, and it's a bunch of pork floss. And you know what that reminds me of? That photo, Paul. What? It looks like. Stop eating. <laughs> you are. You, you really You're right. Are that was bad. Cheeky. That was actually. I'm in a naughty boy. You're having some. No, put it down. I'm putting it away. We need to photograph that. Yeah, that's this true. This isn't about you stuffing your fucking face. All right. Yeah. Control. Discipline. Let's get onto the packet. Spankies. I want to eat this. I want to eat this. So let's carry on. Pork floss, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Which is the item now, we're on is now. it a snack like you'd have crisps or do you use it in a recipe? I think you could probably cover both of those bases. Like maybe noodle, noodle it. You could definitely put some floss in the noodle. In fact, yeah. I think one of the uh, people who's contacted me about noodles on Twitter yeah. uh, did, Very mention, lonely. did mention uh, 
flossing, as it were, yeah. their noodle with a bit of pork floss. You sure that wasn't a fucking euphemism for it, getting... <laughs> it's a euphemism for spunking in a bowl. Yes, Paul. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Hooray! Okay, so... Um, what I wanted to mention was about the photo, which I found quite yeah, intriguing yeah, yeah. on the cover of the... Uh... Oh, God, get on with it. Come on, seriously, let us eat, 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 eat. Come on. The cover of the packet. Now, it looks like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, when the girl first goes into the house, she, yeah. she falls over in the, the sort of slaughter room, yeah. which is the floor is all covered with feathers and yeah, little bits yeah, of animal. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't that look like that, Paul? Yeah, it does. It looks like the, an abattoir's floor. It looks like an abattoir's floor, and they must have realised that, because they've tried... It looks like a bunch of hair, like nasty hair matted with blood. Like you pull out of a sewer. Do you know what I mean? It does, <laughs> yeah, doesn't it? it doesn't look pleasant. They've, look what they've tried to do. They've what? tried to sort of divert away from that by adding... Photoshop twinkly sparkle ah, bits. Ah, so that's quite clever though, because it makes so it, it looks it all oh, looks it's, sparkly. It's all magical. Sparkly abattoir floor. Oh, right. Well, let's crack this open, mate. Uh, you really are. You're out of control. You've let your fucking primal urges fucking overtake I'm not, I'm you. I'm just w- wanting to get through this segment without all your. What else have we got in this fucking show? That's going to be so much better than my my two beats. There's not going to be anything. It's going to be us reading some utterly depressing fucking story from a shit mag. Again. <laughs> right? So I'm going like to save my pork Anticlimaxes. Right, you ready for the pork Yes. <laughs> you men are look at the... You know what we I used am. to do? You used to look at the packets and make I comments and stuff. And we have done. You're not doing anything. We mentioned the sparkles. Fuck me, you're not doing anything today. No, we mentioned the sparkles. I mentioned the sparkles. And I... I'm leading this. Right. <laughs> I'm opening it. You happy? Yes. That's a fucking pork floss. <laughs> got a resealable pack. So oh, that's I don't good. Think that's it's designed handy. to be eaten all in one go. Oh, you wouldn't want to anyway. I mean, there must be a limit on the. F- I'm going to go and. It doesn't look good, Paul. I'm going to say that now. What's it look like? It looks worse than on the cover of that. It... There's no sparkly bits. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me. I'm going to have a little sniff. Have a sniff. Also, not. Oh, very... let's, let's have a sniff. It smells like off peanuts. Oh, it does. It smells very. Like stale peanuts. peanuts, yeah? Are you ready? Yeah, I'll try a bit then. It ha- looks like just like crumbly sawdust yeah, almost. It does. Oh, and it feels like sawdust. What, what do you think of that, Paul? <laughs> it tastes like sawdust. Really? It tastes like a bacony kind of bacon powder. Floss. There's a flossy to it. Bacon powder. But it's very yeah. Like I'm, f- I'm going in. It's got this weird it's got this weird kind of Now I'm gonna I'm just gonna go out and say this, Paul. Yeah. That's unpleasant. Yeah, that is not. It has candy floss elements, but like it's too it's dense. Got a lot of sugar you in it. You know what I mean? It's got a lot of sugar in it, doesn't it? Yeah, it's very sweet. It's um. God, that's really bad. He says having another fucking mouthful. You just need to do it for the for the listeners. Piggy Wiggy Silverman <laughs> having the pork. Piggy Wiggy Silverman. Yeah, that's really really awful. Doesn't like to talk. It's got a sort of porky flavour. Let's what? have a little another taste because I think you had a bigger bit than me. I had a little snivel. I don't know. It's a thing. It's kind of got a meat. Once it all can. Condenses in your mouth. It is like pork, sort of. I don't like the texture too much. No, I mean, and all it is is texture, isn't it? That is a very strange product. Yeah. Maybe it would you, work with noodles. It could add it because it would all sort of dissolve and it would add a sort of umami May, yeah. sort of, you can imagine, maybe. Well, um, I mean, oh, it's ready to eat. I don't know if, are there any suggestions as of what you're actually meant to do with it? No, you just meant to. No, you just stick it in your gob. In it's your a gob of the UK. Oh, 
So I bought this in Chinatown in a, in a Chinese grocer's. Must just make it in Alice and stick a well, this Chinese is happening with it. a lot of products. Um, they're actually deciding to manufacture them closer to home in Europe. For example, the QP Japanese-style mayonnaise that I bought, which is very nice. Have yeah. you had that Japanese-style mayonnaise? No. You've never had that? No. Do you know how to talk? Can you can you say words longer I than want no? the Bobby snacks. You can, just stop looking at the Bobby snacks. Oh, Paul's hungry. <laughs> Irritable and hungry. Oh, and also a cunt. So. Wow. What? What do you, you mean, wow? the C word for no reason. Well, for no reason? Yeah. It's cheap show. We have to say cunt all the no, time. No, we don't. In fact, we should probably say much less. I have to say cunt. Why? Because I like it. <laughs> so I'm going to give that one out of five. I'll give it 1.5. Oh, what what is the one point five granted? Oh, yeah. what's the point five for? Because you'll right. get drunk and you'll come home and you'll look at that and go, ah, all right. Then. I'll probably end up yeah, and you'll scoff it. It'll be all over Scoffing your belly, it, yeah, and all over I'll your chest. It. I'll be rubbing it in, yeah. Yes. Okay, and all of your hands will be sticky. How and a bit perceptive sti- if you yeah. poor. How very perceptive. He knows. He knows. Even though I say one point five, he knows. He knows. I'll put it in my navel and get a mm, gerbil. He knows. Go on, carry on, watch your next Yeah, food. you've got no riff. You've got no riff today. That wasn't riff worthy. Oh, ah, ah, I yeah. see. So a bad workman blames his tools. Yeah, your massive tool. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> You're Come impersonating on. a puppet from the 80s. Well, quite. Come on. Right. Is that now, it? I was going to reward you, Paul, with something you really liked at the oh. end here, but I really don't feel like you've deserved oh, it. Oh, I've been good, Mr. You Silverman. You have been good. You've been very I'll, disrespectful. I promise I'll be good, Mr. Silverman. All right, Paul. If I'm a good boy for the rest of the episode, is I, I promise. You can have your special treat. I promise. Thank you. Now, Paul, this is yeah, it, it's very nice. Okay. I am excited, listener. Oh, what the buggery tarnation is this? It's Oreo. In a foreign language. Is it Japanese? Or There's a it... strawberry, uh, strawberry Oreo, Oreo strawberry wafer. wafer, chocolate wafer. So like, you know, the pink panther wafers? Like them, but I imagine with an Oreo twist. That's right. Now, That's Paul, very I, exciting. I was trying to cheer you up. Six. And I, I remember mentioning yeah. the Oreo fruit of the forest flavor that, oh, I, you that did. I noticed. And I tried to get those. But they no have. They didn't have them anymore. But they have this. So I'm going to try. Now, you sp- are, you, I think you'll admit, a big fan of the Oreo. I am. Violently passionate, and as you, like, you found out. Yes, you got very protective of your golden Oreos one time at Latitude Festival. And if I ever catch you doing that again, I'll break your fingers. And you also try to get off with me. No, when you were pissed. Yeah. No, I you, didn't. You kind of did. You kind of did. You kind of did. You kinda did. I didn't. You sort of did. That's very on the edge. You all kind I don't of think tried. Appropriate. Oh, it's not. A, that's not appropriate. I just think describe the fucking wafers. So they're long wafer biscuits, like you'd expect in a Pink Panther, or a, what's the other one? That's just they're just pink wafers, aren't they? That's I'm all they're called. Not a big wafer expert, or I'm Oreo. not really a wafer now, expert. Now this is a box of six, and they've come in their individual packets. So you could t- put these in your kiddies' lunch. I think that's the sort of thing, isn't it? You I could give them for their pack lunch. I think so. It's like, oh, middle of a drifter. Oh, I love a it drifter. It's like the middle of a drifter. I love the middle of a drifter. I love Again, the, I love drifters. Again, there will be photos of all of the items. There will be. So we're opening the packets oh, so now. A lovely artificial strawberry flavour. Like ice cream smell kind coming of strawberry. Out. Very ice creamy strawberry smell. I like. Do Ooh. you like that? Let's have a little Tuck nibble. In, Paul. Tuck in. Nice shit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, really? It kind of tastes like one of those wafer things. Would that be nice with a glass of milk? Yeah, it would be. Or maybe a coffee. You actually. know what you can do with these? You can actually suck, suck. up yeah. through them. Mm. 
Here's the thing, though. Mm. The strawberry flavour is quite, I think, quite overpowering. So the brown biscuit kind of, the Oreo part, you'd argue, is Doesn't, lost in this. It, it is. becomes a little bit generic in terms of the flavour. But yeah. it's nice. I say, I'm going to keep going back and I'm going to try and find those Fruits of the Forest flavour Oreos because I really would like to personally taste those. But these, yeah, kind of middle of the road. A good enough snack. Yeah. I mean, I like them. I say, cup of tea, glass of milk. Lovely. In a, in a kiddie's lunchbox. So uh, what would you give those? Um, the Oreo. That's a good question. cream wafer biscuit. My heart says two, but I feel that's harsh. So I, I think I'll say, I'll say three. Okay, I'll go, for, I'll go for three. Well, we have been in unison. Now, Across the board, haven't uh, we? We often are. We often are. Now, Paul, I'd like you uh, just to tell me, in yeah. a little recap, mm-hmm. what your favourite item and your least favourite item today was from the Cheap Eat section. Well, the most I, I honestly think the uh, Bobby's uh, curry sauce snacks, it was just... What a, what a knockout. What, what, what a start. absolute victory I, from, from them. They are running the snack game hard. Here's the thing, isn't it? You can make things complicated and go, oh, isn't that clever? Or you can keep it really simple. Man, and that's what they've done. The flavor, the is. flavor wizards at Bobby's. I mean, I was very impressed with the curry yeah. flavor. It's not something that's done easily in, in a crisp, no. and they've really encapsulated. And I think it's better the chip shop curry yeah. taste, haven't they? But it really is like again, that. That's comforting chip shop the curry form of the crisp itself helps sell the flavor. So it's form mm. and function, yeah. serving function, form, serving function, function. flavor, and function, serving flavor, yes. serving form. Excellent. I agree with all. I words totally agree. You that just is. Said. I mean. In a strong lineup, yeah. I have to say, that really stands out. And I say my second favourite would have to be Vimto, the, the Vimto, Vimto Fizzy Vimto. Rip Roll. Yeah. Fucking good. And then and then the Oreo biscuits. And then the pork floss, and a bit the of a floss, disappointment. And then at the very bottom. The Rocketta. The Rock. What we started with, the chewing gum filled, chilli novelty uh, lollipop thing, which was pretty bad. Not good. As a joke, not funny. As a candy, doesn't even, not enjoyable. Yeah, doesn't even work as a joke, sort of, oh, that's really hot. Because it's not very not hot. Not worth getting to the chewing gum in the middle. It's just not worth anything. No. There you go. But someone said yes to it, and someone made a tidy profit, probably. Someone made until it. Until they realised the errors of their life. They couldn't pay back their mortgage. And one lonely sun, sun, Sunday night, he put a barrel of a gun in his mouth. Oh, we do suicide now again, are we? Good. Good, Paul. Yeah. Good thought. Good process. And he misses, and then he thinks about things and changes his life around. And does he impregnate someone? No. <laughs> By mistake? No. Have you heard that? No. The gun, the shotgun, oh. goes through his ball Oh, is this one of these? I've heard of that rumour. Mythbusters tested that and, and found it it's impossible. Work. Why? Because it's just the, the, the amount of or things sperm. that have to go right for that to happen are almost impossible to do. Well, I can dream. No, what? You want a dream to be shot in the balls and impregnate a lady who's that's my, also... That's my sexual shit. fantasy. Oh, you are dirty, dirty, Impregnating dirty. a woman by having my bollocks shot into her womb. That's disgusting. <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> that is actively the worst oh, thing I think on, you've Paul, said you on the really show. you've got nothing. You've <laughs> got nothing tonight. No more I'm episodes sorry. this late at night. <laughs> I'm just sailing this You really are anyway. losing. No, you know not. what's happening with you? No, you're, you're convincing something. yourself of this so you can get away with your own lacklustre behaviour. Yeah. You just did it now. You what? started something yeah. and about halfway through this look came over your eyes like, I can't be bothered to keep speaking. No, it's like, I look at you and I think, ugh. Cheap eats, ladies and gentlemen. No, cheap eats. I'm going to have those crisps. Right. Oh my God. For fuck's sake. 
Right, I'll introduce this bit. Now, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening so far. And to finish this episode, it's Paul's dismal looking at a magazine <laughs> section that we all love so much. It's got some some killing in it. I mean, here are the stories we're not going to talk about in the recent issue of Pick Me Up magazine, 69p, that we didn't in the previous episode. Probably shouldn't do in this episode, but we'll see. Um, I lost half of my head going to the loo. Now that is overstraining. I don't think that's what happened. I don't think she just took a overly sized poo. And she really pushed and then half her head, head fell. I don't no, think that's what I happened. I think what happened is something fell on her head. No. I actually know the story. Tell me. She just had a massive kind of internal tumour which was <laughs> bleeding through her eyes and nose and she was in a coma for ages. Poor please. And then she lost Let's some of her brain section, and her head man. caved in like you can see on the front. But now she's got it put back together. And- oh, Paul. So that's what you want to read for 69p as your lunch break. Oh, a pick-me-up. That's a lovely story. I mean, it's it's a story of, you know, bravery and perseverance. Um, God, that's know. really brought me down, actually. Um, school, kids, school kids killed my aunt and put it up on Snapchat. Oh, that's Snap, happy as well. Snapchat. So, you know... Oh, pick me up. That's a pick me is up. Is this woman a, 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 a victim of domestic abuse? Yeah, as well? she is. I could run, but I couldn't hide. Uh, yeah, and then uh, you've fantastic. got a man dressed as, a dog dressed as Batman next to it. Well, that's really picked me up. So, you know, balance. What else have we it's got, not, Paul? I love this section. No, honestly, this section's really good. <laughs> Audio violence. <sighs> um, scammers took my money away. You know, upbeat stuff. She did. She died living her dreams. Um, you know, give me a shout if one of these stories none of gives you a lift. None of it's lifting me, Paul. Lost did you have some head. actual content? To do I mean, I did. This? I mean, I did. You know, end her affair, uh, surgery in the womb. How do you feel about that, <laughs> Paul? No, but the story we're going to settle on today, and the one I wanted to do, because you know what's popular in podcast land. What? True fucking crime podcast. Oh, we're going to do a seven-part series about a serial killer you've never heard of who might be innocent, but he probably isn't. So we're going to do all this research and develop as it goes, and the whole world's oh. going to listen to a podcast for the first time ever because they want to know the next gory detail. You're a bit bitter, aren't you? Mm-hmm. You're very bitter. Very, very bitter, man. You're very bitter. Now, Paul, I'll tell you the reason why we haven't uh, done true crime on the podcast before. Yeah. Because the whole podcast is a true crime unfolding. <laughs> It's your abuse of me, including it's recently not, your you? physical abuse how of me. How dare Paul. you? I haven't. Yes. You've fucking. Are you denying it? Are yeah. you denying that you touched me? I'm not denying. Whilst I, I we're did... doing an audio thing, there's I, no need. There's I... no one to perform to. <laughs> Who are you performing to when you touched me, Paul? I'm living it. When you stroked it's my the... hair. I, well, Do... that was because I cared, and you were giving me the come on. <laughs> so, Just anyway. read the thing. Right. So. True crime is very popular podcast, and you know, murder and serial killers and all those lovely things. It certainly is. And I've been waiting for an excuse to do one. And so I thought, oh, look, it's in a 69p thing. So let's use the hard work of another journalist who wrote it for their magazine and got paid away. And let's turn it into a segment for us to sneer at and uh, maybe and make, make light of people and who make died. Light. Uh, and their families. Well done, Paul. I no, think I think you've really thought this through this whole segment. So basically, you just wanted to tell me how someone had a tumor and a shattered brain out. <laughs> someone died. Probably a kid. Four-year-old. Fuck's sake. I mean, look, is this a story? Why are you looking elsewhere? Lily's wish list. That I is don't that know. she's gonna die. I don't. <laughs> Could you just read the story if that's what you're going to do? Look at that woman there holding a check for a thousand pounds. You look she, like it looks like you've bothered her. 
just doing it. Yeah, it looks like she sort of had an unpleasant bowel movement and she's hoping no one will go into the loo behind her. Give it five more minutes. (laughs) I don't know what accent that was. No one knows what accent that was. So anyway, the article is called The Child Catcher. Uh, Making of a monster. But apparently this has got something to do with aliens. Ah. So therefore... It's got a bit of the occult, which true crime, and the aliens aren't a cult. That's that would be there are cults for that aliens. That would be though. A, occult aliens, wouldn't it? Mm, Such as have... the devils of Venus. So, shall we begin? And let's see where we go with this. There was always something strange about Peter Woodcock. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Yeah, there was always something strange about Peter Woodcock. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. <laughs> Such a douche. You are, and you really are. Go on. I think you've got above your station, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) What station's that? The station of being a douche. Therefore, you would argue I'm doing very well. Paul, so Woodcock could cock wood. No, Peter Woodcock was born out of wedlock for a team um, in March. Is that your standard? (laughs) Is that your standard for the rest of this article? Just fucking read it. You're just making sounds sounding like the words you've just heard. Cock. <laughs> in March 1939, we haven't even got to the end of the first sentence yet. I know, because you can't read. She was, I'm reading perfectly well. Shut your face. She was able to keep him, so it was put up for adoption. But Peter was strange from the day he was born. What do you think that... Hang on, he says here. I was going to say, what is it? And then I should just read the article. Yeah, stop looking at me. He barely ate, barely slept, and spent most of the day crying hysterically. And then he went. Any child at that age has similar behaviour, I think. Did he? I did. did. Did he? I did. Did he display? And I wonder if you displayed these. You're going to mention known the, as the triad. Yeah, the McDonald triad. McDonald triad. Yeah. I know. Did you display it? I never wet the bed. But you. I never were killed an small animals. And killed small animals. I you, liked fire. Oh, so did I, actually. That was the one that I was on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're fire mates. Yeah. 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 Boom. No, weird touching. Yeah. Anyway, you reached we out just fist bumped the people. Yeah. This is as close as we've been in the whole last two episodes. It's coming together. This road. Oh, you did. You got in big trouble once for setting off a lot of little fires and burning holes in the packets of rice and stuff. Yeah, and old people's houses. <laughs> <laughs> it was more like old people's houses for yeah. you, was it? No. It was maybe like a bundle of yeah. Wood. I was fascinated with fire. It, never, petrol, it never went too you know, squirty far. petrol. Yeah, uh, like uh, and burn lighter shit. fluid, yeah. and make little patterns and burn it. Woof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So that's the only one though. No, it wasn't interested in torturing animals. Luckily, if, for people who don't know, what is the McDonald Triad? It's that as just said. We just said it, didn't we? Burning. Yes, things. but what does it relate to? Uh, being a serial killer. So there's three behavioural traits, which has been largely ignored, though. Now, that, isn't they say that's like oh, it's not... been discredited, does it? Or they say it's much more complicated than that because of you could have is. any of the two and still not be a serial of killer. Of course it is, but it is remarkable how many of the serial killers that people that have been brought to justice have, have this triad of behaviours in their youth, which but is also torturing small animals, wetting the bed, and setting fire to things, and also awesome. usually having awful family. Yeah, and also. On the last podcast on the left, which is a great podcast people should listen to, they seem to notice that everyone they've mentioned in their big hit is Serial Killer series yeah. um, all had massive head injuries at a very early age. That's strange, isn't it? Because not that's it's not like, described It's uncanny how many have yeah. that. Well, it's the, like the thing with I lead. had a massive head injury on my head when I was uh, younger. My, Did you? I fell across a room and hit my head on the corner of a radiator. But you don't, you're not like, uh, you're not into killing people, I've noticed. He's giving me a scary look now, everybody. Chip, bitty chop. Chip, oh, right. Okay. Um, Choppity chip. Choppity chip. Yeah. All right. So, should we get on with this story? Because we're two sentences in. 
Well, it's very bad. Anyway, so he barely ate, barely slept. It was hardly surprising that nobody wanted to adopt him. Aww. Oh, he was an orphan. Yeah. He, moved, no, who's, oh. he moved around foster homes, suffering abuse along the way. Until he was in the care of Susan and Frank Maynard in Toronto, Canada. Ah. There we go. So, the end. What a lovely story. There are a lot of serial killers from Canada, aren't there, as well? Uh, Yes. Because we think Canada's lovely. But actually, they're reprobates. It's a seething cesspit of of human degradation. And trash. And wreckage. And and masters. Just life is worth nothing there. Shocking. And some of them speak French. So, (laughs) So... As he grew older, the wealthy couple tried everything they could to give him the best possible life and cure him of the pain he'd suffered as a child, which is fair enough. They probably thought, we can't deal with this. Would you like a car? We can't deal with this. Would you like a lollipop? We can't deal with this. Here's some toy to if play she, with. If they gave him a rock a letter, chili well, flavour one, no wonder he's so angry. Yeah, no wonder he Call killed. back, Paul. Yeah, I know. section. Yeah. Yeah. Nicely done. I think a five out of ten. So... Um, they splash cash on private school and therapy, as well as toys and treats. So we, we were pretty much on the ball there. What kind? What kind? If you were going to have a hissy fit to demand treats, what would you go? I wanted it for. What would you do? I used to uh, insist on having a hot water bottle at bedtime. Eli wants a hotty potty, mother. Basically, yes. Eli shan't sleep without a hotty potty, mother. That's exactly what I sounded like. I shall shit the bed, mother. Oh, here we go. I get my bum out and all your fucking hack lines. Right. Well, they're my, my yeah. hack lines. Yeah, they are. We've got re- t-shirts. Fucking hell, this story's going on forever. It's because you keep interrupting. I'm not interrupting. But it seemed Peter was hell-bent on causing trouble. Once, when taken on a day out to a museum, Peter announced, I wish a bomb would fall on this exhibition and kill all the children. What a cheery kid. <laughs> it's a cheery mag. He's a cheery, cheery child. Um, a predator is the title for the next section. As he reached his teenage years, Peter's behaviour turned from odd to dangerous and predatory. I don't know why I'm doing it in this voice. It doesn't seem apt. Um, known in the neighbourhood as a loner, Peter would ride around on the streets on his bike looking for younger children. He would cap... Skip that bit. Unless you want to make fun of molestation. I just don't, I don't think, think the section's working at all, Paul. Do, I have, have to, to say. say. Do you have to say? I have to say. I'm just saying it's an interesting story. Where Where is the, the humour? The minute you can come up... Well... My cock looks like a grain of rice. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. So, anyway, he did a lot of naughty things to kids. Oh, and in September great. 1956, when Peter was 17, his bloodlust emerged. His first victim was a boy. Yeah, that was sad. Then, that, Paul... <laughs> Why did you think this would be good? I think it's, we should go into the nitty-gritty. It's a dark tale. In Pick Me Up magazine. A nice Cheery Read magazine. You love it. Come I, on, I don't Eli. love it. I don't love it. I think this is a weak way to... Just... He kidnapped another boy, and then he died. Police couldn't find him, so Woodcock has planned the next attack. Then he chose a, chose a girl. Where do the aliens come in? I'm looking for the aliens. Uh, no, other, he did all, other bad things. And then he confessed because someone drew a picture of him on a bike. There he is on his bike. Ah. Yeah. Strange sketch, isn't it? It's a very strange sketch. Was he, he quite young when he was killing? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Very young. I think in like his 20s. And then they put him in jail. So they? instead of being sent to a jail cell, he went to a maximum security mental hospital in Ontario. So, you know, that will teach him for being naughty. And the aliens? Getting there. It was it was there that he took part in a controversial experiment involving 
living in a tiny soundproof windowless room and given copious amounts of LSD. Ah. How do you think you'd fare if someone went, you know, Eli, do a little thing for us. It's a bit off the book, but we're going to put you in a soundproof, windless, maybe bright white room and then give you a lot of LSD. Your reply is... Uh, can I have some uh, marijuana as well? <laughs> what, for coming down? Perhaps, perhaps uh, so, you know, some cocktails. <laughs> yeah, just make a little bar. Yeah. Yeah. Do you reckon uh, you could... Do you reckon that would that would be too much for you? I, I've never done LSD. And I uh, imagine you have a, quite a bit. I, not, not in recent years, Paul. Yeah. But, uh, as I mentioned on the last uh, episode, I have taken LSD before. Yeah. And um, it's quite powerful. And uh, can be quite a scary chemical. What's the scariest thing you've ever ha- experienced on LSD? Um, probably when I went into a screaming, anxiety, hell freakout for about three minutes. <laughs> wow. And had to pull myself back. You're on your own? No. What, just the people in the vicarage looking around you? I if just, the cricket match is ruined for the day. You know, when it, what happens with LSD, if you do go on a bad one, yeah. is you just sort of spiral panic. It's like panic spiral. It's yeah. like a, do you know what I mean? And you make it it's worse just, by thinking about it. It's just pure fear, yeah. See, that's why I don't think I ever want to take but LSD. But I managed to get out of it, and it was okay. But and yeah. the other thing about LSD is you can distract yourself to something else. You're always flitting around. It moves. So you will hallucinate maybe that something is an elephant, but then it will change into a flower. Or, it's always do you know what I mean? So it's not ever like there's a witch in the room, and she's real, and there's the water on her nose, and I can see that. It's not that kind yeah. of drug. It's not like Flatliners, the movie. No, it's no. not like Flatliners, no. the movie. Did you watch the remake? No, I have no intention of. Do you have an intention of watching any other films? Never. So, so anyway, that's what happens to him. The treatment was designed to persuade psychopaths to bear their innermost feelings. Yes, but now what they'd say these days is the, p- the point of being a psychopath is you literally there's nothing inside. No. There are no feelings. They can replicate them. Yeah, they, they understand actually, them, yeah. but they don't feel them. Anyway, by the 1970s, the programme was deemed a failure and scrapped. No shit. It's like, oh, we've got all these mentals running around. Yeah. And we've got, I've got oh, a psychopath God. who I've been yeah. dosing up with acid for five years in a room. And Brilliant. for some reason, he's, 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 he seems more volatile and psychopathic <laughs> now. I don't know what we've done. I don't know. Uh, what have we done? What have we done? We need to check our notes. Put him in a room, give him LSD, yeah. fuck off for six yeah. hours. Yeah. Well, I don't check. understand. I don't understand. Do it for five more years. Ask him if he's crazy. Yeah. Where do the aliens come in? Hang on. Let's think. He's just been given copious amounts of LSD for years and years. Do you think that had an effect in some part on his brain? Yes. He probably hallucinated communication with aliens of some sort. Yes. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Over the next decade, Woodcock changed his name. He changed it to Michael Kruger. Imagine if it had been Freddy. Hmm. Imagine. Wes Craven, is he from the States or from Canada? He's American. Oh, I don't know. Nice. No, I think he's American. He is American. I think he's American. Um, and had various sexual relationships with other inmates. Ooh. Well, that's okay. I mean, whatever works. Whatever works for you. Whatever works. It was his first taste of free, free... It was his first taste of freedom in more than 30... Oh, I've skipped a paragraph. It got let out. Yeah, so then in July 1991, he was granted a day pass to leave the medium security institution he was at. Uh, it was his first taste of freedom in more than 30 years. Okay? He's out. Yes. After having years of LSD and having quite the time doing it. To ensure he didn't get into trouble, he was partnered up with Bruce Hamill, a former inmate and lover of Woodcock's, who turned his life around to become a security guard. 
That's quite a turnaround. One day you're in prison, and the next minute you stop him them from getting out. No, that would be that would be a uh, prison warden. He's a security guard, so he probably guards uh, oh. warehouses at night or something like that. Yeah. Paul. Sorry, it's correct kind of scary. You, but yeah, no, no, it's kind of scary though, isn't it? To know that the guy who's no, don't you think though? Yeah. If you worked in a building and you were there late nights, let's be honest, you found out that the guy who worked security downstairs was and a let killer. Out, you had been in a, a hospital for the psych. psych I would definitely find that unsettling. Yes. Yeah. So and then one story... night you're going into your car and the light flickers and he was in the booth one minute and then the light comes back on and he's not there and you think, huh? And then you hear. Paul's and then a very special boy, boy who's Ooh, my fat baby boy. He's a fat boy from Streatham. Yeah, that Paul's still creeps me out. Boy, he's a very special boy. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Gobble, 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 gobble wiggle. Wiggle toes. Anyway, um, Ooh. their plan was to go for ice cream in a nearby cafe, which is nice. Who's First thing plan? you get up. Uh, Peter Woodcock, well, his new name, whatever it is, David Michael Kruger, and Bruce Hamill went, they got out of prison, they go, get some ice cream. Oh, get some ice cream. What, directly after getting yeah, out of prison? straight out. Let's go get some ice cream. Why not? You'd probably go and buy some bobbies, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd probably get some nice cooey ones if they're still not limited edition. Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> Shut up. But instead, oh, Woodcock persuaded Hamill to help ambush and murder another inmate, Fuck Dennis Kerr, who yeah. had previously rejected his sexual advances. What either-or situation? Right, we've got two options, mate. We can go for ice cream, or we could kill that guy who revoked your sexual advances. Me, yeah. 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 Uh, what do you want to do? Ice cream uh, or murder? Uh, ice so cream tough, or murder? Man. Ice cream or murder? Come on. Well, is I'm the not... murder someone who refused to fuck you? Yes. Well, then I think we're going to have to do that. What, Murder? Yeah, Cause sure, because ice cream... Nothing I like better than helping someone kill someone who refused to fuck them. You sure? Who I fucked. Because ice cream's really nice. It's Metropolitan with uh, Nutella swirls. Metropolitan? Nutella. Metropolitan. <laughs> Neapolitan. Ah! Oh, get it's lost. It's a Ganon. I wasn't... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's a Ganon. So, it was Metropolitan. What flavour ice cream's that? Multiculturally flavoured. Does it taste of fucking car exhaust? No. You knew what I was getting at, and I was trying... It was funny. You said Metropolitan twice. Anyway, Woodcock wanted revenge. I could chuck Woodchuck. (sighs) So, within hours of being free, despite being partially deaf and blind... Didn't mention that until just now. That's new information. Kill him. How did he ride a bike if he was deaf and fucking blind? Well, that was before he was... I mean, he had glasses on in that picture. That's a good... So This is really just giving me a bad feeling, this whole thing, Paul. Um, anyway, despite being partially deaf and blind, Woodcock had killed again. See? You can't break habits. The old habits die hard, as they say. You know? Yeah. Bizarrely, Woodcock had convinced Hamill that an alien brotherhood would solve all of his problems if he helped with the crime. I see. He made up aliens as a way of uh, manipulating. Yeah, so, do you want to kill this guy? No, mate, that's really bad. It's a stupid idea. No, come on, kill this guy. No, I don't want to. Aliens. What, oh, yeah, all right. Aliens. You are, no, you should have said. You should have Because now... Because uh, I'm really against murder. Yeah. But if you've got some kind of cabal... Yeah, with aliens. ...of uh, aliens who are telling you to tell me... Yeah, with the greys. We'll work with the greys. ...to help you do it... Yeah. Well, I mean, I will, I will kill four aliens that I can't see any day of the week. But I will not kill just because someone didn't want to fuck you. Because that is, that is not very nice. That is... Uh, 
Do you like his character of doing Paul? I do, actually. I was about to say it's a very good Bruce Hamill. I think, honestly... I'm Bruce Hamill. Award-worthy. Oh, right. Just put me on the hot seat. Award-worthy. Which, just, I know... I'll just uh, give a, put me in another situation. Right, okay, so... Oh, I've just got up. Bruce Hamill. And you're my wife. Yeah. Oh, I'm your wife? Yeah. Do you want to make a cup of tea? Yeah. No. <laughs> Go make a cup of tea. I'm not making a cup of tea for you. Darling. Make me a cup of tea, darling. All right, If but... you love me. But, make a cup of tea. But who is... You don't ha- do anything else around the house. But who... But darling. I asked you to make a but cup of tea. Love. And you're making a big fuss. Who make has, a cup of tea. Who has told you to make a cup of tea? I am telling you to make a cup of tea. Is that anyone else? Aliens told me oh, to I'll make a cup yes, of tea. I'll do it. Yes, I'll do it straight right, away. Yes, here's a, a lovely cup of tea. Every- <laughs> lovely cup of tea for you. Aliens told my wife to tell me to make alien tea for the coffee. Right. Here is the cups. Here is the plates. Oh, it's, I'm making tea. Oh, the kettle's still boiling. I love listening to the radio. Oh, the sound effects. <laughs> anyway, so using knives provided with Hamill, he stabbed Dem... Dennis Kerr to he death. He stabbed him. And mutilated his body. <laughs> oh, great. I'm laughing as Probably he said that. Probably uh, drew a smiley face on the bum. So, after Hamill took a handful of over-the-counter sleeping pills and awaited for aliens. Okay, so that was his... Oh, he tried to commit suicide. Well, we'll find out if he was successful. And you just did a fart. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> It's too late. <laughs> it's too late for this. Paul... Anyway, uh, meanwhile, surprisingly, Woodcock chose not to flee. Instead, he co- calmly strode into a local police station, still co- covered in blood all over his clothes, and confessed. Woodcock was promptly then taken back to security prison, and needless to say, that was the last time he was ever left out, because they were like, mate, you said ice cream. You said you're just going to get ice cream. <laughs> yeah, but then, you know. You said you'd be five minutes and you were getting some ice cream. I oh, know, and I was going to, I was going to, but then um, oh, I had this idea. Did you? What was the idea? Was it to get ice cream? Well, no, it was this idea that aliens were talking to me and they yeah. were telling me to kill someone who didn't want to fuck me. Yeah, but how did you go from ice cream to that? You was, you could have it been It was pistachio, free. so it was green and it made me think of aliens. <sighs> anyway, the murder prompted calls for a review of the system used to decide whether mentally ill patients are well enough for offer a day release. This was not the best example for them to have used. You know, for the next 18 years, Woodcock was kept in a maximum security prison and then died of natural causes on his 71st birthday, March 2010. Well, I, for one, am so glad I have that story in my life, Paul. And if you want to know more, there's a book called The Reason of Insanity. Are you interested in uh, true crime at all, really? Do you I, read I, any true I, crime? Um, I like listening to last podcast on the left. I like the dollop. I like kind of learning history and stories, and you know, I also like supernatural. I mean, anyone who who doesn't know, I also do a podcast called The Spooktator, where we look at stories about the supernatural and look at it from a skeptical point of view, and we talk about the stories and the wider implications of the story itself. So, if that makes sense, good. So, yeah, I am actually quite passionate about the occult, the supernatural. See, but I, 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 I like a... talking about it, but I don't believe in it. I think I it found... holds. I think it holds the key to the human existence by talking about. Stuff like the supernatural, because I think we find things about ourselves. Key to the human psyche. Mm, well, I mean, yes, well, we've discovered lots of things like REMs and, and how the brain deals with death and things, all by studying supernatural things like night terrors and, uh, you know, uh, people seeing a light when they are dying and they've come back. Yes. So all because of stories like that, like seeing angels, we've looked into the brain and, and found out scientific And found out wacky, crazy, spooky stuff. Yes. Right. Did you, can... did you enjoy that story? I, I actually, Paul, I have to say I did not. Why? Because it was grim, and you didn't inject it with anything. Oh, it's not right. It's my 
I'll bring his telling. Go on. No, story, not now. Eli, story time. Come on, now. Okay. Standing up, ladies Why and gentlemen. Why is he's intimidating me physically? I'm not intimidating you. I'm just standing up because, you know, I feel the energy. I want to roll over it. Come on, baby. Hit me. One day, yeah. I woke up and yeah. I went up to the wall. I yeah. put my head against the wall. Yeah. And pressed very hard. Right. Very hard. Why? No reason. What was the outcome? That that was it. That was the story. It's a story. At least it's a story. It doesn't have a three-act structure. First act. Here's the first Waking act. Waking up. Here's second one day, act. Walking to the fucking wall. Right. <laughs> you're standing up. <laughs> it's not like, act, it still feels like you're sitting down. Pressing my head against the wall. Yeah. But, there's no, but you don't tell me what happens at the end. That is the end. Oh, why? We don't learn anything about you. That's It's an opaque story. No, it's not very good. Can we wrap this up? Because I am literally... No, here's so... a story. Once upon a time, Eli got up and he went into the kitchen and made himself a lovely breakfast and then he noticed something. Oh, the front door was open and he heard a rustling and a bustling in the room next door. So Eli took out a big stick and was like, oh, you better not be a big bad man. And then he heard the door go jugger, jugger, jugger. And so he jumped in and started wildly waving a stick around. And he kept hitting this thing. And it was saying, stop it, stop it, I'm sorry. And he hit it until it stopped moving. And then he like sank back in shock into the corner of the room. And was like, what have I done? What have I done? What have I done? What have I done? Oh, I've done a blunder. The body lie there, blood oozing from its head wound. Eli, he starts panicking. His life's about to change forever. Who is it? Who's on the floor? We, he doesn't know. It's a stranger. We don't know. Is he and dead? And then he looks in the guy's pocket. He's got a police badge. Oh, Detective Sergeant Brian Adams was lying there in a pool of blood. And you find out he that, the... that it, he was investigating. When was he born? The it, summer of 69? Uh, no, yeah, he was. He felt, he, that was a, No, no, that was the year he bought his first real six-string. <laughs> um, Paul, can we wrap the podcast no, up? Seriously, so you're, it's not, you're not going to And then it. suddenly you hear... No. And the blue flashing lights, Eli doesn't know what to do. All Eli can think about is, will he go down for this? How can he explain what happened? Will he get off? He's killed a policeman. And with that, with that, he runs under the bed and pulls out the gun, the service gun his granddaddy used in war, and loads a bullet into it. He puts it against his head, pulls the trigger. Oh, nothing suicide. Ha- no, but oh, nothing happens. And the police come and get him. Just, and if we can get he- some paedophilia in, Paul. No, by fuck the, the end boy. <laughs> Paul, honestly, this is as, a, as a friend, this is yeah, bad, right? Can I tell you? Yeah, this this whole little bit, <laughs> yeah, it's really not working. I thought the summer of sixty nine gag was quite good. No, but there's so much shit that people are gonna have How? to wade through. How do we get through this? How do we end? We have this? to just, we just have to finish. They've... How? I don't feel we've reached a good enough part but to end. Paul, yeah, you shouldn't have had, yeah, the stupid fucking idea of finishing the show with looking at perhaps the most horribly depressing, drab, morbid magazine I've ever seen in my life. It's really unpleasant and nasty. What about horse or hound, Stacey's ponies barking mad? It's about a horse that looks like a, like a dog. It's a miniature pony. Apparently they're good at sex. <laughs> what, like you having a sex with it? No, people like to fuck them. That's not why there's stories in the book, though. Paul, Paul. I've got five mutts and one mixed up pony. I don't think this is a story about a woman Paul, who one sh- shags a dog. One sentence, yeah. yeah. Person pussy. Yeah. Pony pussy. Right. Pussy. Okay. What am I meant to do with that? Fuck a horse. My silly goat's gruff. <laughs> he jumps on the trampoline. 
That's funny. So the only upbeat ones are about people's pets. Yeah, because it's got a goat and it bounces on the trampoline. Oh, God, please, complete. That's end. Please. Got any housekeeping to do, Paul? I think a little bit. Just the usual stuff, though. Again, we're still compiling all the uh, slash fic for our sex episode at the end of February. Uh, keep it short, and you've got more chance of beating Red. We do have a packed show, so we're not going to do all of them, unfortunately, but we'll get as many through as we can. So that's why, another reason to keep it short. Right? What? I don't, I've lost it. What are you talking I'm about? Talking about the people writing slash fic. Pay attention. Oh, You're just right, yeah. zoned out now. Also, um, yeah. Get in touch with us. We're chatty on f- Facebook and we're chatty on Twitter. You're not. You could do with pulling your finger out a little bit. Oh, I see. Behind the curtain, little bit of... Uh, you fucking... don't do much to keep the social media conversation going. Well, could I just say, I've had a new idea Yeah. about what I could reward people with. Oh, for Patreon. Yes. Well, if you do want to give on Patreon, we'd like that very much. And you can go to patreon.com forward slash cheap show and give whatever you want. Randomly, yeah. I select a Patreon supporter. Right. Then I trap some mice. Okay. Then yeah. I kill the mice. Right. I roll the mouse in some kind of mucus substitute. Right. And crunch all their little bones up. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I've got these mouse balls. Right. These little glutinous mouse like balls. Little Paxo stuffing balls. They're like little mouse pellets. Yeah. Like a, a like a, 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 a an owl. Yeah. Like regurgitate. Mm, yeah. yeah. Like fat balls. But I've made them at home. Made them. Like then fat I, balls. Then I, then I put them into my beard. Yeah. In I insert them into yeah, my I can beard. See, weave them into the fabric of your beard until they dry out. I let them dry out in there. Yeah. Then I go rattle. I rattle my mouse pellet beard. <laughs> yeah. And I'll go and I'll I'll uh I'll sort of stand outside people's houses in in the driveway. Yeah. These right. random people you've picked out. Yeah. And yeah. Ra- rattle it. <laughs> Basically, yes. Wow. And then the police come, and then you have to explain it. And I'll say, you didn't told me to do it. You said there was an alien cabal controlling oh, you. Oh, that old... Well, hello, hello, hello. That old chestnut, sir. We should not be uh, believing you on this occasion. Good. Off to jail with you, sir. Good impression of the policeman. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> I think hello, that really... Hello. It's like when you try and do accents, Paul. Where like you when can... you try and do accents. Well, at least I don't don't put in a little thing. That oh, is hello. A big... Yeah. That's like, your thing. Oh, hi, is how you start. A Scottish accent impression. Yeah. Jings, Crivins and help me, Bob. Anyway, you can support us on Patreon. It's a moonlich, nick to nick. Mints and tatties. That's, that's what I mean. Drama the wee grouse, etc. Do an American accent. Hey, buddy. My name is Paul Gannon, and I like talking in an American accent just like this. Very good. So, uh, anything else? Yeah, I can also do um, French. Paul, you've been so shit tonight. You really have. I'm sorry. How dare you? This whole show. I'm sorry, but you really have been really poor. You fucking started the thing by eating a sandwich and ignoring me. You don't want to play. There's something up with you. You don't want. You're not playing nice. Are you? Admit it. There's something up. There's something I need to talk to about. What? I think we're in the last stages of Noel Edmonds. <laughs> and you're turning into Noel Edmonds. I think I'm nearly there. I can feel the change. I, I can feel a change. The quickening. I don't feel like I'm going to be me anymore, and I'll be Noel Edmonds. Well, and when that happens, I need you to kill me. All right. Well. All right. This minute I turn now. No, no. I need to record this and edit it. After I've edited it and put it out, then you can kill me. But you got to promise me if I turn Noel full Noel, if I become an Edmonds, right? Yeah. Promise you'll... I promise. Promise. Oh, no, you don't. I have to ask me twice. 
Uh, no. All How right. should I do it? Stab you? No. Gunshot. Headshot, please. I'd rather stab you slowly. Or Very make me slowly. listen to the whole like Russ Abbott album. Like this. He probably could, but I'd be a zombie. Well, I'd be no I'm pushing the blade in. Yeah, but by then. But by then. <laughs> by then. Paul, turn the recording device off. No. We haven't done the admin. Sit down. Fucking do the admin. Facebook. I'm hungry. Facebook I'm tired. Cheese. My balls are sweating out. They're no longer immaculately clean. They're dripping <laughs> fucking sweat everywhere. Yeah. You've made this happen to me. I'm regressing. I'm talking poo bum. Bum poo. <laughs> yeah, we're both. The right. magazine's depressed me. Turn off the thing. Let's do and let's the just endeavour to do better next time. Okay, here let's we just go. Do that. Calm down. Here we go. We're on Facebook. Find us on the Looking for the Cheap Show page on there. Congratulations. It'll be good to see you there. On Twitter, it is at the Cheap Show Pod. I am at Paul Gannon Show. We're quite chatty. Eli, how can they find you? I'm on Twitter as Eli Snoid, E-L-I-S-N-O-I-D. Email us if you want to, or you can do it through the website, thecheapshow.co.uk or thecheapshow at gmail.com. Again, if you want to go on Patreon, you can. Patreon.com forward slash cheap show. And also we have a Reddit page where you can go and talk about the episodes and other crazy things associated with the podcast by going to uh, reddit.com forward slash r forward slash cheap show. And that's it. We also have Bartians as an ongoing concern every Friday on YouTube. It's frothy, man. Is that another one and of I your... think that's all of it. And if you're on iTunes and you listen to us on iTunes, get, take eight days out of your life and try and put a review up. It's quite hard, apparently. Is it? But if you put a review up, you know... It helps like, us. It helps. It helps us go up the charts. So that's it. All right. Okay. Happy with that. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Bye. I want to end on a song. What song? Where have all the good men gone and where are all the guys? Where did I put my panty blues and where did I put my pies? I put them out on the window and I left them there to cool. Then a naughty teddy bear, he ran off with it to school. I need a teddy. I'm holding out for a day till the end of the day. He's got to be cute and he's got to eat fruit and he's got to go away for the day. I need a teddy. No. <laughs> no. Okay. That was unamusing. What was making me laugh was how bad and sort of completely flat it was. Well, I would have edited it out by then. Good. You should edit this whole fucking show out. <laughs> Just get it down to the one fucking word. Me saying this. Go on. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yeah, that'll do. Fucking hell. Fuck me.